0: You're listening to your Disneyland NBA podcast with David and Kang. Kang, it's apology season. It's apology season. Do you have an apology for the people of China? (laughs) (laughs) And my daddy, President Xi. Don't be embarrassed. Nah, not at all. I'll forgive you. (laughs) Will you do that for me? Kang, it's apology season. There's been many, many apologies this past week. Maybe let's start with Deshaun Jackson, who I don't know who that is. It, I'm assuming he's a football player. Oh, really? Okay.
1: So, yeah, he's a football player for the Philadelphia Eagles. And he actually used to play for the Bucs. If you look up some highlights of him with the Bucs, he was pretty good, but he was injured a lot. And he was pretty put off by Jameis Winston. The Buccaneers. There's like a really, Not the Milwaukee Yeah, but the Buccaneers. Yeah, sorry about that. Tampa Bay Buccaneers in NFL. And there's a really funny video of Deshaun Jackson reacting quite disgustingly when um, James Winston was doing his pre-game speech where he famously <laughs> ate, ate a W he was like kind of licking his fingers which were shaped as a W Why is he Jackson's licking the name. W? He does these like really unique pre-game speeches to you know motivate the troops and this particular one he decided to eat the, the W like this and like yum 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 He's
0: trying to eat his hands
1: yeah, and
0: uh, <laughs> like it was a bit crazy. I I I've been is like really cringy and awkward. The the stats speak for themselves. Okay, low low IQ, mm. eighty nine. Anyway, that's, that's, that's the IQ.
1: That's Deshaun Jackson in a nutshell. Like it, it, for his time with the Buccaneers, it, it was very like um, promising, but it just never got anywhere because Jameis Winston was quarterback and couldn't throw to his own receivers. Um, but anyway, so Deshaun Jackson is currently an Eagles court, uh, Eagles wide receiver. He's pretty good. Like, he's old now. He's probably 31, 32. Um, yeah, and yeah, he's he's a pretty good wide receiver. Like uh, He's a bit of a diva. He's kind of known as a diva, but that's just on the field. He's never really had much off-the-field issues, apart from, like, the few character behavioral issues, if you know what I mean. But nothing that should land him in. Jail, anything like that. No nowhere close to that kind of thing. So basically, uh, during this whole Black Lives Matter movement, um, Deshaun Jackson went to Instagram and posted a picture, just text, of a text. And the text was a quote of something Hitler once said regarding uh, Jewish people's fear that uh, black people will... Like, that they're kind of like the superior race and they'll take over... Um, or they go back to the Godland because they're the, like the original, like Black Israel- Israelites are like the original people of Children of God, and once they figure out that they are those people, then they'll take their rightful place as like the leaders of the world, basically. Um, something just propping up uh, Black people in general. Okay, so he posted he posted this uh, picture to Instagram, which. Was It's of like a newspaper text basically, and a lot of people are saying it's anti-semitic because this quote is attributed to Adolf Hitler. It actually came into light a bit after that that this wasn't actually originally a quote by Hitler. Um, but anyway, it goes, because the white Jews know that the Negroes are the real children of Israel and to keep America's secret, the Jews will blackmail America. They will extort America. The plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they were. The white citizens of America will be terrified to know that all this time they've been mistreating, discriminating, and lynching the children of Israel. Um, So I guess in a nutshell, it's talking about how white Jewish people specifically are responsible for a lot of the um, unjust actions that are taken upon Black people, and a lot of the persecution happening to Black people is a result of Jewish people. Uh, I mean, that itself is pretty offensive. Uh, But I think on top of that, just the fact that Jackson would take a picture of this knowing that this was a quote by Hitler, it kind of screams a lot of levels of insensitivity and ignorance.
0: Do we actually know whether he knew it was from Hitler or is this something that just came across his feed?
1: Definitely, he he knows. He, he thought it was it was quoted by Hitler. It says Hitler said oh. like, <laughs> in, 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 in the thing. <laughs> okay. It said Hitler said, and then in quotation marks oh. because whether it's actually Hitler that said that, I doubt it because people have brought up like why would Hitler talk about any other race except for white Aryans as and like,
0: why would he say like black people are like the chosen ones
1: yeah exactly so apparently it's some other um, kind of
0: pe- kind of person I said it clarify this but me. regardless yeah yeah go ahead the photo that Deshawn Jackson uh, tweeted or were posted or shared it actually has it said it had the words Hitler said yeah it's had Hitler said in bold okay, in bold wow.
1: And then it continues in quotation marks because the white Jews, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. So as far as Deshaun Jackson is concerned, this quote is from Hitler and he decided... Maybe he doesn't
0: know who Hitler
1: is. Yeah, I mean, that's unlikely. But yeah, it's not out, out of the realm of possibility. Um, I think the troubling thing is not so much Deshaun Jackson. It, he obviously opened a Pandora's box and then this sparked a huge conversation. Um which we can get into in its second, but I think the troubling thing is um, other people involved uh, in the Black Lives Movement, especially like the leaders uh, from a sports angle. Talk about Stephen Jackson. Did
0: he, um, did, he uh, did he retweet it and said uh, hail Hitler? He didn't
1: retweet it. He just defended it. no Jesus. No, he just he just defended Deshaun. Ja- he just defended Deshaun Jackson he went out and said like everything Deshaun Jackson he shouldn't he shouldn't need to apologize everything uh Stephen, everything that Deshawn Jackson has been saying is um is correct like this is this is this is right so there's no need to
0: apologize right and to be clear what Dejon Deshawn Jackson with the original tweet what he's right about in Stephen Jackson's mind is that the white Jews are oppressing the black Jews, and that black people are—they're uh, the chosen ones.
1: Yeah, in a nutshell. Yeah, in a nutshell. So Steven Jackson believes this, but you can kind of understand that, you know, it—it's a bit unfair. It's like you know, imagine they said you know, Asian people are being oppressing any other race, and someone's like, yeah, that's correct. It's like. um almost like using Jewish people as a scapegoat. I mean, there's nothing new in that, obviously. Historically, Jewish people are some of the, like, one of the most uh, oppressed races or, you know, type people in the history of of the world, right? So, and and also, it kind of screams, like, now that they have some leverage and they have some um, traction going forward and they got a lot of people behind them, um, the fact that they would kind of step on another race or another kind of group of people to prop themselves up is a little bit like disgusting and ignorant in my opinion. Like they had all this momentum going for them but I feel like them now sort of doing this kind of narrative this sort of narrative on, on, another, ra- on another race and being almost racist in that way it kind of undoes a lot of the goodwill that they've generated over the past few months. And Steven Jackson was meant to be that role model, that guy that, um, you know, he's meant to be that leader. for the. He's one of the basically, he's one of the basically the leaders of this Black Lives Matters movement, he right? He
0: basically is the leader from the NBA perspective.
1: Definitely from the NBA perspective. Hey. Like we talk, we see a lot of the media uh, people complimenting Steven Jackson for all the work he's done to, you know, be involved and contribute to this movement and and get it to where it is. Um, A lot of NBA players talk about how they've spoken to Steven Jackson and to try to educate themselves about the movement and, and and try to learn together and try to share the knowledge with other people that want to get involved as well, whether, you know, whatever race or creed. But the fact that Steven Jackson is now openly, um, agreeing to Hitler, as far as he knows, uh, comment about uh, white Jews oppressing um, black people. I think it shows a level that he's he, he's just as like in the dark as we are. He's he's learning things out. He, they're trying things out, um, but he's not an enlightened individual. He's not more knowledgeable, more spiritual than anyone else. He has his own. He has his own like um, you know. Uh, ignorant views just like everyone else but I
0: didn't expect I didn't expect anything different I'm just thinking to myself now
1: it's not that you don't expect something different but you hope that at least he'll be a little bit more careful with his position and and to understand that if he's asking equality for black people he has to understand
0: that equality doesn't come at the expense of other there's something fishy going on I feel like so when you first talk, talked about this story, I I thought that Deshawn he didn't know it was from Hitler and the fact that he tweeted something from Hitler. I'm wondering like maybe he didn't he didn't know who Hitler was. And then Stephen Jackson maybe he was it was impulsive like he was trying to support Deshawn rather than actually.
1: But he he doubled he doubled down.
0: Is it because he forgot he didn't see the Hitler part?
1: Because I feel like no 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 like don't don't worry about that man like it that that. Yes, they also had the Hitler part. Like that, that was part of the original post. There's no confusion about that, as far as they know. Maybe now, after after the firestorm happened, they realize that this wasn't actually Hitler's quote. But that's irrelevant because at the initial time of of saying this and 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 agreeing t- to this quote, as far as they knew, this was. They Hitler's should
0: know quote. if they knew who Hitler was. Am I missing the point?
1: explain yeah and the point is like they don't know who hitler is the point is that they're so like they're so focused on their own movement that they're forgetting the optics of siding with hitler basically they see a quote regardless of who it is like some historical figure as as far as they're concerned and they say that this is accurate and they're willing to use this as part of the like teaching tool to to show and and educate people that yeah. Black people are important people in society, or like they have been historically for a long time and they've been oppressed for a long time because of all these um, things going against them. But, you know, they've neglected to to see that this is a Hitler's quote and Hitler is, uh, you know, not someone you want on your side or not someone that you want to quote because of, of
0: obvious reasons. They're so focused on the Black aspect of of this piece of information were like another example of black oppression that they failed to to also realize While well, the wider context implications about this quote is actually racist in itself that's correct right
1: so yeah i mean deshaun jackson has has apologized profusely i think at this point and he also sorry and he also pledged to educate himself and he he's met with a lot of um, groups against anti-Semitism to try to educate himself including Julian Edelman who's the wide receiver for the Patriots right as well. right
0: so I saw um, Edelman's um, offer to take him to the museum
1: they've met yeah yeah I think they yeah that's right they offered to take him to a visit to the Holocaust Museum in Washington
0: so the only thing I looked at as I saw the video um, his apology video and my initial reaction to it, I, without knowing what specifically he said, other than that it was uh, anti-Semitic, I thought the apology video came, out, came across really well. He, it felt like it was a really genuine thing, right? Like he I was, think it's
1: genuine. I think he genuinely didn't realize uh, the impact that he would do with that statement. And it, 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 I'm, like, it obviously showed that level of ignorance that he didn't know. And I'm, I'm saying that's bad. I mean, it's bad that he did it, but at the end of the day, he said it and it's like what we were saying before, like people are scared to talk up because they don't want to say the wrong thing. They don't want to go against the tide. Um, I think this is a case where he said the wrong thing and and didn't realize what the backlash would be. And then when he realized how bad it was and he decided to listen to what people had to say in regards to his actions, he genuinely felt bad not that he got caught or that he fucked up but i think he felt bad that he hurt a lot of people and
0: just like drew Brees, right no, okay drew Brees. No, that's totally different drew, drew breeze came back with like a bullshit apology this was much better this was but drew much more authentic but
1: okay i but i think there's a entirely different level of ignorance deshaun jackson said something purely because he, he was just focused on the black lives matter movement and you know, I think in a similar way, Drew Brees was looking at it entirely from and from the focus of what the national anthem means to him. He wasn't looking at like from the. That's a, what? What? Whose
0: side are you on? Wait, whose side are you on, Drew? But this, what do you mean? Drew Brees' explanation that the anthem—it's when he thinks about the anthem and he thinks about his granddad—is a bullshit argument.
1: Yeah, know? but in that same inter, in that same interview that originally got him into hot water, he was talking about his support for Black Lives Matter.
0: Right, only to say that, but then for him personally, he'll never like support kneeling for the anthem because for, the, for him the anthem means his grandparents fighting the war.
1: Which is fine. You can you can do what you want with. So what I'm saying is that's not a real excuse. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm against Black Lives like, Obviously I'm not, but what I'm saying is what's worse here? Saying that you, you want to stand for the anthem because that's a personal reason and th- it reminds you of your grandparents? Or quoting Hitler?
0: No, uh, Sean Jackson is coming out way better. In his apology, he came across as someone that was genuinely sorry about his action. He didn't give a bullshit excuse. I'm not talking about the apology though, I'm talking about the optics. Yeah, and he tweeted something without knowing any better. Drew Brees knew exactly mm. what he was saying. Why do you think he talked about saying, Oh, I support Black Lives Matter, only then to counter with this whole bullshit narrative that the anthem stands for like war veterans. That's mm. that's a that's a that's a narrative of conservatives, of wacko conservatives. Mm. That's not yeah, a that's, Drew Brees na- narrative. In other words, twenty years ago, I'm pretty sure that's not what the anthem stood for, uh for in Drew Brees' mind. He only picked yeah. up that thought because he He's frustrated about the fact that pe- black people are kneeling against it. He doesn't support that. He's using this bullshit excuse. As, that. This narrative that the anthem stands for war veterans or soldiers is bullshit. This is a recently invented thing.
1: I think, though, you know, from both of these guys' mistakes, I mean, they both obviously made mistakes and they both have apologized. But what I like from this is that they both have apologized. They both have tried to make amends. And this has become a
0: really... Or what? Why are you shaking your head? I'm not, I have not forgiven Drew Brees. I'm sorry. I haven't forgiven him.
1: Okay. That's fair enough. I'm not saying you have to forgive him. I'm, I'm I mean, okay, fair enough. I think I have like kind of gone over it. Like, I don't really care about it. But I, I just want to say that this has, the conversation, the actions has created a conversation piece around what people talk about is acceptable and unacceptable. And I think what Jackson did is unacceptable. As far, you know, just in terms of what he did on the surface, not in terms of like his intentions, like you said, maybe Drew Brees' intentions are more insidious and therefore it's a little bit more evil that way because he has these traditional conservative thoughts that he was like trying to push, like that sort of agenda he was trying to push. Well, Deshaun Jackson' agenda was maybe... More naive,
0: mm, but more pure yeah, in that more sense. Of
1: a na- yeah, more of a naive ignorance as opposed to like um, trying to push a very like... Yeah, whatever, deep-rooted conservatism, whatever you want to call it. Well, looks like he's taking as many steps as possible to, you know, for his retribution, um, including talking to a Holocaust survivor. I don't know how old he is. He must be very old at this point, but, or oh, she. I think it's a he. I think I've seen a photo of a really old person talking with Deshaun Jackson, which is pretty amazing. He's defending the validity of the quote, as opposed to who is attributed to. He, did, I don't think he's necessarily like hung up like, oh no, Hitler said this. Like Hitler is, Hitler's the man. He was more saying the content of the quote itself is accurate, and in terms of its actual substance of the quote, um, yeah, this is what he believes in, and and this is part. This is a big reason of the oppression of historical systemic racism and oppression that black people have. This is like the this is the dichotomy of of the situation now, because of the power of the movement and the traction that this whole movement has created, including you know the whole Atlanta bubble dedicated, dedicating slogans, and we'll get into the what wo- into the wo- thing, but they've you know censored slogans that don't fit this theme of Black Lives Matter, which I'm all for. You know you need to stick to a theme and you need to stick to a. Um, you know, a consistent message or otherwise it would just get too saturated with so many different things coming here, coming there, about different movements, different things. It it it
0: does get a little bit confusing. Um I forgot my point. Your point is it reminded you of something that you heard about the great Bill Russell, a true champion, 11-time champion. <sighs> yeah. Wait, maybe nine-time, nine-time champion. Yeah, what did he say? So he was the coach, he was the head coach of the Sacramento Kings, and Kenny Smith, who was a first round, Kenny Smith of TNT fame, was a first round draft pick back in the day. He was drafted by Sacramento. He was recalling the story that, that of his first year with Bill Russo, and Kenny was talking about, was complaining about some of the, like, I don't know, scouts going to Europe to scout people. And Kenny was like, you know, don't tell me we don't have the same talent in like, you know, in Alabama or Mississippi, right? Why are we like overseas scouting these people? And Bill Russell said to Kenny, Kenny, as a black man, you should never be against inclusion. That's all I have. (laughs) That's
1: all I have. I'll be honest, I was expecting something a little bit more profound. Oh, okay. Oh, Jesus.
0: I think it was pretty profound, it was pretty it's, profound when I heard it. Maybe I'm not saying, I'm not it. Right.
1: But, but you're right. I mean, yeah,
0: it, it is all about inclusion, um, even though 80%, I'm guessing, of the league is black. In that In that moment, he's having a private conversation with uh another person of his community right it would have been very easy for him to go oh yeah that's right like we should talk about black people black people right but bill russell saw the bigger picture it's not just Mm. about black people it's about Mm. any minority it's about inclusion in general and that's going to include black people so that's Mm. the bigger cause that we need to fight for about inclusion not necessarily just about black people You had a profound impact on me. No, I, I agree. Clearly, I agree. you don't care.
1: <laughs> no, I do care. I do care.
0: <laughs> Clearly, uh, Drew Brees' crocodile tears m- made a bigger impact on you. You've been bamboozled. You've been bamboozled, man. Okay, so that's that's the first apology. Before a second apology, would uh, I'll give you another opportunity. Do you want to apologize as well <laughs> to your brothers and sisters in China, Kane? No. No? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, the second apology is definitely not from Kane. It's from our very own Mr. Woj. Adrian Wojowski. Okay, this went viral,
1: like, super quickly. But basically, uh, Josh Hawley, who's a senator from Missouri. uh, I think I'm saying that right. uh, Sent a letter to the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, blasting the league's apparent decision to strictly limit messages messages players can wear on their jerseys to, like, a few pre-approved. Um, social justice slogans, and also censoring support for law enforcement officers of the military and any criticism of the Chinese Communist Party. So basically, yeah, oh, basically like what he said, he he, he was against the NBA censoring slogans and um, kind of not allowing slogans that supported the law enforcement officers or the military And, and was, uh, criticizing NBA for not, for kind of, uh, kowtowing to China
0: basically. Right, which is just a throwaway excuse to, to just round out his argument. But basically, he's sure. saying he doesn't like the fact that it's Black Lives Matter. And he wants instead of Black Lives Matter slogan, he wants to say, like, you know, Blue Lives Matter, talking about the police, which is uh, this is the exact opposite purpose <laughs> of this social unrest. Right. This is the he's basically that, that that's effectively like, why don't you just like put white power on the back of your jersey then? Right.
1: <sighs> I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm obviously oh, against.
0: Oh, 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 oh! You be careful, Kane. You be careful. Okay, tread lightly.
1: I not I'm not going to comment too much. All, all I'll say is, all I'll say is that there are good law enforcement officers. They're not all bad people.
0: That is absolutely true. I am actually very for the police. If any, if anything, I am very pro police. I know you are. That's why. I, yeah, I'm the opposite. I'll give you an example. Hong Kong yeah, protests. that's a bad example. People are very down on the police. No, that's, that's not a, a bad, bad example.
1: example. That's literally the opposite because there's reports, uh, verified report reports from third parties suggest not only suggesting but proving the police were um, displaying high levels of brutality towards protesters.
0: No one died. Okay, that's well, all I, I have to mean, say. No one, like, okay,
1: we're not getting into this.
0: Two people died. Two people died. Two people died. You not, told me. Okay, you I'm told not, me. You told me thousands of people yeah. died. It's okay okay okay, 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 Stop, stop, Stop. Stop. Stop stop this is very serious okay this is very serious topic Uh, i don't want to i saw on wikipedia i saw on wikipedia it says two people died okay with the chinese government does not control wikipedia wikipedia said two people died so okay maybe more than two people died on wikipedia to be clear they say two okay you want to argue that fine There more than two people died but you told me thousands of people died it couldn't be two people versus like thousands of people like you said it could be. We don't know what the number
1: is. There's people that get smuggled into China because they committed sins against the Chinese Communist Party, and they've never seen seen again. Wikipedia doesn't have informa- Doesn't have all the information.
0: There's reporters on the ground. There's people with cameras on the ground. They would have like. No, when up. they go to
1: China, when they go to China, they go dark. No, I'm saying
0: if thousands of people died, this would have been seen. This would have been captured. Yeah, but they don't
1: die on the str- they don't die on the streets. Obviously, they. Oh, okay. You mean
0: they, they, like, they capture them or detain them the
1: ones that actually get shot in the streets and stuff like that that's very like a misfortune like that's just bad luck on everyone's part basically right
0: okay i see what you're saying i see okay i take that back So the, the
1: things that you don't see are the obviously aren't the things getting reported on wikipedia like I, and don't get me wrong like, i think wikipedia is a good generally a really good source it's very it's highly verified obviously but we're, we're talking about like a very evil rich Oh my god, Jesus, okay
0: I, I'm expecting a third apology,
1: okay a third apology No apologies, no apologies no, no apologies necessary Okay, but fair enough, I, I'll give you I'll give you this So I misunderstood but you. I want to focus on Woj, I want to focus on uh, His statement, very brief statement To Hawley's letter to Silva Which I think he raised Fair points, like a bit misguided I agree with you, and coming from Missouri, I, I think a lot of people are saying that Um yeah his viewpoints just don't alig- align to the players in nba like it, you know it's a it's a player driven league and if the players want to um kind of drive this theme this these these messages these slogans then you know I'm all for it if this uh you know this this is the thing that the nba players want to want to promote um so that's that's fine um but i don't think necessarily that what he said especially in regards to hong kong uh, is incorrect
0: the slogan he says should be on the back of jersey is blue lives matter let's read between the lines what's that saying yeah
1: it's, that's not that's not great
0: you might as well put white power on there why don't you put maga make America great again how can you argue with mm. that that's a load those are loaded words in this environment mm. just like make America great again is loaded there's a specific meaning and the use of that that phrase otherwise if you just look at the words or the you know uh literally what it means it's its fine right I, <sighs> so it's a very aggressive thing that he okay. did. if you look at it
1: that way I think um what Woj said because he he basically replied very vehemently he was very angry like this is so out of character for Woj because Woj is always very I am very angry okay well let me just say like I'll just finish like Woj is always very articulate he's very thoughtful um and in terms of just even when he was on TV talking about it, he's very good at talking. <laughs> he's very good at, at 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 explaining, you know, his thoughts and his feelings in a really articulate way, which I, I've always appreciated and, and that's why I think he's one of the best in the business. And, you know, that, not include, not, and that doesn't include his like sources and his reporting, which is just top notch. Um I don't think this is something that, you know, he'll get uh uh like he'll get Disciplined for, I think. I think this is a, just a slip-up. Um, but anyway. So in response to this email from the senator, he just replied from which to Hawley, the senator, just said, fuck you. Sent from my iPhone. <laughs> just on, on the go, using his
0: iPhone. Using his iPhone. Oh, uh, bravo. You. Bravo. So what do, you, what do you think? That is the perfect... Yeah, tell me. Tell me. That is a, the perfect uh, reply. Bing Woj, he's very professional. I would have replied, fuck you and your children. But don't... But... Josh Holly. I want to steal your pets and but I want to do... send them to China for yeah. hot potting. Oh, come on, okay, that's... I mean... If, if, if Woj said that, maybe there's something <laughs> to be said. <laughs> Just fuck you? Well, uh, there's nothing to apologize for. Well, yeah, there is. Well, when you that's a succinct... You're leaving out
1: the fact that he in in the email he's also saying uh, he, he's, he also said, let, if prove me wrong, let me let your players stand up for the Uyghurs. I think that's what they, how you say it. The, you know the native Muslim people in China and the people of Hong Kong. let them stand up for American law enforcement force, if they choose so. Ah. Give them the choice to write back the blue on the jerseys or support troops maybe god bless America what could be more American than that so that last line yes I agree if someone just said maybe not Woj but if someone said fuck you to that I agree and yes maybe he just shoehorned this idea of uh, of NBA kowtowing to China because I don't necessarily agree with that statement I think Adam Silver was very firm when he backed the the right for free speech among players and and or just any p- person that represents the NBA, if they choose to um, voice um, whatever they want, basically in support of whatever they want. Sorry, um, so he wasn't necessarily kowtowing that because I mean, as a result of M. Silver's statements when that when this initially happened from Daryl Morey, they've lost millions, hundreds of millions of dollars from China, and we know for a fact that China still. Doesn't broadcast NBA games to this day, um, so they've suffered finan- like huge financial has. They've had a huge financial impact from the NBA's um, lack of kowtowing uh, But I think the fact that I don't know the NBA is not willing to kind of push this more and, and kind of not even use Hong Kong as a as a noun and to kind of shy away from that because they don't want even I- any more repercussions does show that there's they are in a little in a little ways, um, trying to distance themselves from this from the protests that
0: happened in Hong Kong. Okay, now I understand what what's bothering you. Don't let this trickster trick you, man. He's just including this this additional information about China to soften that message. I, I get that. I agree. I he th- these people don't give a shit about China. China like, I know. Of course,
1: I I totally agree with you. I don't like the senator any more than you do, maybe even less so. But my point is, by Woj just saying, fuck you, he's dismissing the fact that he's basically agreeing. uh, You know what I mean? Like, it's so succinct that he's lumping all of these, even though this is, like, shoehorned into this, um, you know, uh, into this email, the fact that Woj is so succinct to the fuck you just shows, it, it kind of optically just, like, looks like, he's uh against everything <laughs> can you imagine a voj like said fuck you
0: a uh, ps free hong kong <laughs> he, could have said, um, he
1: could have been more oh. like just a little bit more specific saying what he's what he's against right right a little right, bit. Right, just right. but because he said like you play stand up for um you know um disadvantaged people in china and people of hong kong I- I- the fact that right. you know he's saying fuck you to this thing fuck you to that, that that's that's the optics Right, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But let me just sorry. And before you just go ahead, I just want to set this set the point. I I don't hate Woj at all. Like I I think this was just a slip up. Um, I mean, you're you're praising him. I'm saying it was a it was
0: a lapse
1: of judgment.
0: So it's interesting that you you know you're bringing this up because it, it didn't even occur to me all this stuff, right? Because I think like most uh, Americans, I looked at the whole thing and I instantly I just you know, laser focused into the Black Lives Matter bit. All the other stuff was just like Mm -hmm. words to me, right?
1: Yeah. But like you said, I think it's a very American viewpoint. And I think most people are missing. Uh, And yeah, like you said, the senator set a trap. And I think it was a bit of a devious trap to set because it was such a loaded thing and it's like kind of jumping from point to point. But it like clearly, and Woj agrees, he fell into the trap. Because Wage then tweeted out an apol I think tweeted an image of an apology saying he made right. a regrettable mistake and he wants to reach out immediately to Senator Hawley to apologize directly.
0: Um you know what he's gonna say? He's gonna say, Senator Hawley? You best be careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you best be careful. You don't know who you're dealing
1: with. Like he just like, look, Senator Hawley, I'm I'm glad I got you face to face to face so I
0: can finally say to your face Fuck you. <laughs> and just hang, You better hang change. You, you have children, you best change their school. That's all I have to say, okay? <laughs> if you don't care for little lassie there, he's gonna find his way into Chinatown. Okay. He's <laughs> gonna I be hanging in a Chinatown barbecue window. Perpetuating. <laughs> <this>. <laughs> racial okay let's not make this ratio I see the point of Woj's apology as well because he does work for ESPN he is a very visible person in apologizing he didn't want to bring focus into his like colleagues and at ESPN I think that he's more
1: regrettable for his choice of words and um, yeah a bit of the shame of of that language that it brings to his um, company basically. I think that's what he's more apologetic for, as opposed to his intention behind what he was trying to say to this to this dude, basically. Um I think if you asked him, you know, without any cameras on, what he genuinely genuinely thought about the senator, he probably still has ill thoughts about, you know, what this dude was trying to communicate. But he does he represent he doesn't represent just, you know, obviously he doesn't represent his own thoughts. He's not just he, he can't just give his own free opinion. Like, unfortunately, he's kind of lost that at, within his title. He, he's such a public figure. He's such a respected um, figure in sports. Um, unfortunately, he doesn't have that freedom to just express his opinion really nearly.
0: Yeah, I agree. And God, thank God, actually. Thank God he just said fuck you. Imagine if he did say like fuck you, except like, you know, go Daryl Morey. Like, that would have been the worst disaster. Odd. that's true like that's if you th- like that's just
1: that's just i mean that that is really pushing the like the ethical bonds of the nba because they're like okay look w- that the darryl murray wasn't great we're gonna support darryl murray obviously but like that man did cost us millions hundreds of millions of dollars including his own owner fatida tillman who's like mm. peeved off and can't really fire him because of ethical reasons but wage doesn't work for the nba and ESPN is literally, like, literally, like, connected to the hip with Disney, and Disney is so invested in the Chinese market. I don't know Woj would have the same leash if he were to openly support Hong Kong.
0: Let's talk about Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all twenty-two teams are now in the bubble in Disneyland. Do the Nets have enough players?
1: Well, originally when they went to, when they arrived, they didn't have enough players, they had like three roster spots. I think so they've definitely um, filled two of those positions. Um, they got Michael Beasley, our man, Michael Beasley's at Brooklyn Net. man, the nets are just small. Like, I know I, like I, I kind of feel bad talking about the nets all the time, but they just keep giving us reasons to talk about them.
0: It's a bit of a train wreck, you have to admit. Yeah,
1: of course, yeah. I, I, I put no stock. Like I don't care if the season got canceled. I literally put no stock in this restart. Like I have zero investment in the in the NBA restart. Like I don't like I want to watch the Nets just for fun because it's my team. But I have zero faith that like I don't care if they lose every game and and miss the play miss the playoffs. Actually, like I I hope they get out of there as soon as possible. If
0: anything, I don't know if they can. Well, I guess they can because. Um, Michael... Or not Michael Beasley. Um, Bradley Bradley Beale, Beal, he's out as well. So the Wizards yeah. have no chance Very unlikely. Yeah, yeah, of course. But uh, hey, um, this is fucking a shit show over there in Brooklyn, man.
1: Yeah,
0: I agree. They're like, why did they bring Michael Beasley? You, you realize he's suspended for like... He's going to be suspended for like six of the oh, really? games, right?
1: Huh. Yeah. So he's not even going to play. Well, like, you know why they brought Michael Beasley on then. I, I didn't know about the suspension, but you know why they... They brought Michael. It's Beasley. for KD, right? It's just, yeah, he's a
0: good. He's really good friends with KD. I know that, and I, I, that's cool. I, I love that. But I'm saying that's why it's fucked up, man. Okay, like the Nets are. Who's running that show over there? I agree. I thought it was, I thought it was Sean Marks and uh, Kenny Atkinson. Now it's like, like who? I don't even know if it's Sean Marks running the show anymore. I think it's <sighs> KD, Kyrie, and and the owner, Joe. Look if,
1: uh, if if we were um, sitting in the same room. I would have to slap some sense into you for uh, oh, Jesus. for that uh, insolence. But, uh, nah, but... Be truthful, too. Yeah, you know, no, I, be I truthful. Agree. I, I don't want to admit that because I, I, I hope that KD is smart enough to know that he joined the Nets because he knows that Sean Marks is a smart man that knows how to get things done. And that's the big reason why he joined. I mean, of course, the team, the location, um, the players, the cap space, all these things were... Um, enticing aspects to joining the Nets, but I think, I mean, I always thought the biggest thing on the list is because Sean Marks is is showing he's capable and more than capable of running a team, uh, and he's willing to make the tough decisions. He he's made tough decisions over and over again. Free KD and Kyrie, um, he's traded players, he's cut players, he's taken risky chances on signing. Um, and just signing big contracts with players just to fuck over other teams. Like he's done all the things necessary to bring a team to contention without any first-round draft picks. And then he signs them back. And then he signs them back at minimum. And then he signs them back at minimum. This dude <laughs> is savage. Oh this dude my is God. savage. So oh my God. Katie is a different level. He's a generational player, and I will. If any smart GM is going to listen to the best player. That is certain. But you're right. Like if I had to. Like, say, who's running the show right now? I, I, like, maybe Katie's running the show, but look, I think Sean Marks understands we don't have much to play for this season. We don't have our strongest team. Um, if Katie wants these few few things as a perk, like, just give it to him. It, 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 it's irrelevant. These guys are signed for a few games for a few hundred thousand. Like, I'm giving your mate a few hundred thousand dollars to play some basketball because he's desperate to play basketball. It seems like a solid. Like, he's just doing like, yeah, fine. I'll throw him a bone. Like, we need players and we might as well just sign your mate. And he looked pretty good in the, you know, tr- in, in those training clips that, you know, whatever are floating around. So why not? You know, it, we're not winning the championship this season anyway. So yeah, why not? Just give, let's just give him a contract. <laughs> this isn't like, let's see what Michael Beasley has that so we can sign him next season. This is just like, yeah, we're just going to throw your mate a few bucks, a few hundred thousand bucks because we need we need the plays anyway, and I know it makes you happy.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. So you do make a good point because, as we know, the situation in Miami, what happened was the culture was so Miami team culture first that you're talking dro- about LeBron. LeBron, it drove away LeBron, mm. right? Because Pat Raleigh, wasn't. It's going to be his way. It's his, mm. you know, his team, and that drove ultimately that drove LeBron away. Whereas in this instance, you could argue they're giving real ownership. Um, and decision-making power to their stars.
1: I mean, that's the type of player, right? Like, Greg Popovich reigned over San Antonio for so long because he had the perfect superstar, um, generational superstar, to, you know, coach and, and, and to integrate with a bunch of other kind of great supporting players around him. Like, you know, Tim Duncan was an amazing player, like the perfect player to uh, for Greg Popovich. Then he got another generational Italian and quiet in it, but he didn't want to stay because of the way that he was running the team, basically. So it, it depends on the players. It depends on um, the style that the manager or whoever is kind of running the team is willing to give, like, you know, the give and push. Some people like Pat Riley and Greg Popovich have a very tight leash, and Sean Monks, you know, so far it's, he's shown that he's, he's doing a pretty tight leash um, in terms of running the team, but in terms of what he affords the players to give, like in terms of, I don't know, what he gives the coach, like the, the the leash he gives the players, the coaches, like that kind of room to kind of ex- explore and be flexible and do these kind of things that let them be comfortable. He's shown the willingness to do that. So that's why I think he's such a great GM because when it's time to make the tough decisions, he does it. Right. Um, but he knows that during the season, bye bye Kenny. especially for the past few. Huh? I just, bye bye, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, like things like firing Kenny Atkinson, the dude that literally brought the culture to the Nets. Um, look, I think that, that that and that's the kind of risky move where it could blow up in his face, or he could, you know, pay off. It could pay mm. off for him. You know, like who knows? Um, DeAndre, like trading trading like DeAndre Russell. I mean, you're getting K- Katie obviously, but still risk because Katie is. Had an ACL injury, while DeAndre Russell is 22, and it's on the come-up. Um, I mean, fuck man, like of course you're going to go for KD, but this is the sort of decisions that you wrestle with when you're running an organization, and when you're in this situation where you need to make tough, tough decisions, So far, Shaw marks has impressed me every single step, so there's no reason for me to start doubting him. That's all I'm going to say.
0: I'm going to, again, have to agree.:
1: Of course. No, but it's a, good, it's a good point.
0: And it's not because you're a Nets fan that we keep bringing up the Nets. It's that they're becoming a very interesting team now.
1: Yeah, I think I took offense to you saying shit show, but I think there is merit in that. Um, and they haven't gone together this season. And, um, you know, as far as like, it sounds like from the way you're saying it, like, they caused coronavirus or something. Like, that's the oh, way okay. you're explaining wow. it. Like, they're responsible for the spread of coronavirus in America.
0: Uh, okay, let's, With let's the, how be, many let's let's be fair. We, uh, I'm not saying that. I don't even know if Kyrie's on this earth. I don't know where he is. Since he's, he's in some flat but dimension. I,
1: yeah, I can't judge this team fairly or, or negatively until they get their full team together. Like, that's... Yeah, I, and I agree. I can't, I can't, like, look at this team... Mm in any capacity until they have the full roster, until they're the strongest, when all they got their full talent. Like, it's impossible for me to, to say, like, they got potential or they are a shit show.
0: So I do feel like once they're, now everyone's in the bubble, you can start build that, um, that team chemistry. You, you get people excited again. And I think once the ball starts rolling, people are gonna be really engaged in it.
1: It's almost like the, the musicians on Titanic, when the the (laughs) ship was sinking. And they're still
0: playing instruments while the
1: the ship was sinking.
0: I don't accept that. It's like you're trying to jinx it, okay? Yeah, I don't accept that. I don't think that's gonna happen. I have, I I feel good about it. I feel good that they're taking the proper precautions.
1: Look, I just, I'm just scared the day that JR brings a lady into
0: his hotel. Actually, that's a thing that some people have talked about, we haven't talked about on our show. Mainly because I don't think it's a problem for the our teams, but like James Harden, is he actually going to be okay with like spending three months without the ladies? Because well, we know he's a, he's a hardcore partier. Or well, Quiet Leonard, God. Okay, your refer- without any strip clubs. Jesus Christ, that was a freaky video. That freaked me out actually. He was like a fucking robot. <laughs> like seriously, if you're a stripper or sorry, it's whatever the proper word is now, entertainer. Okay. We're lady, lady dancer.
1: Yeah. I'll accept. Lady dancer. I'll accept them all.
0: Okay. I'd be fucking freaked out, this guy. He's like fucking like touching me like a psycho killer. He's got like no emotion. <laughs> it's like a fucking robot. Are you having a good time? Like I can't tell. Are you, gonna, are you having a good time or are you going to kill me in the next 10 minutes? I can't tell. Like, yeah. Give me a sign here. Oh, but he's famous.
1: I think you will be okay. I think, I think people know. Most people in America and especially Canada know who he is. Although he he wasn't Canada, he was in LA. It's gonna be fun.
0: Amen to that. Okay, listeners. Until next time, please stay inside, stay indoors. Keep an eye on Kawhi, Senator uh, Josh Hawley. Just keep an eye on your little doggy there. Okay. If you don't see your pets in a couple of days, just Maybe have a, have a look at,
1: uh... now you're threading this, dude. I think that, now you're like... The barbecue shop
0: windows in Chinatown. (laughs) Okay. See ya! Thank you for listening to Your NBA Podcast with David and Kane. If you enjoyed our show, please tweet us at Your NBA Podcast.